to the first podcast with the Casti Holistic Healthcare Center. Uh, my name is Stephen Bradley. I am the owner and creative director of Bradley Advertising, and I am here with uh, Dr. Darlene Bouchard, and we're hosting her first ever podcast. Um, Dr. Bouchard, maybe just start by introducing yourself and you know what we can expect in the upcoming months. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for checking us out. Um, we've been here for eleven years, um, and we're happy to have you listen to our podcasting. We're going to aim to try and do it monthly and give you information about our center and the changes we go through and just give you information. Hopefully it helps. So maybe just start by letting everyone know you guys have been around for, I guess, 11 years now. Um, a lot of people know who you are, but there's some people that don't know who you are. So maybe just talk about how the center came to be. It all started... Um, I had challenges with my health and what what really determined becoming a homeopathic doctor is when I gave birth to our first child, Cassie. She was sick as a newborn and we weren't getting much help from the medical system. She was put on several different types of drugs and the problem wasn't very severe but it turned out that it did become severe with all the medications creating side effects to the body. She was born with an umbilical hernia which doesn't sound like a very severe problem but with um, side effects from drugs it just turned into a snowball effect and eventually her system became so compromised that we had to look for help elsewhere. We were told by the time she was five that uh, they didn't know where her health would be and to try not to get attached to her. So that's really what determined natural health care. So that's obviously not something that uh, any parent wants to hear about their, about their newborn, right? No, it's quite devastating. It was pretty traumatic, but it was a, a life change that led to the, the beautiful effect of education and uh, experience. And now I try to give back to other families who have same scenarios of not knowing where to turn. Okay. And, uh, you know, I can also speak from experience because I've been coming to see you as a patient, you know, ever since uh, the center's opened. So, you know, I've got my own, my own tales of proof to tell. But, um, you know, just I often find that people have got to hit that rock bottom before. It's kind of backwards. Um, people use the Western medicine system until they're out of answers. Absolutely. And then they, and then they come to see you. Yes. So maybe just let people know, like, what what are your natural options? You know, a lot of people come here as a last resort, like you're saying, but more and more people are getting more educated and are seeking alternative medicine. I don't even like that term, alternative, because I believe that we're, we are part of future medicine. And the reason being is that we help most medical uh, problems that the medical field is looked upon for as a result, but they're not able to um, assist people. 
So I do see it becoming first choice for most people because our best advertising has been word of mouth because if you help one person, they are telling friends, family, and we even help their pets, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty neat. And what is, what is your whole approach to healing? Basically, Stephen, people don't get um, the opportunity uh, to spend time with their doctor. It's an in and out, and I would say the strongest thing in alternative medicine is that we take time to listen to our patients. So we're listening to every little part that they have to, uh, what they're experiencing. Because there's no way in five or ten minutes you can hear a whole complete history of a patient. And when it comes to natural health, we need to hear everything right from the beginning. Um, because it is like putting a puzzle together to figure out what ailments, where did it start? You can't help somebody if you haven't heard the whole story. Okay. So it's not the experience where, you know, you, you go and you sit in the office and you're, you know, you wait for... 45 minutes, an hour just to get in. So you're already an hour past the uh, past your schedule appointment. And then they see you for five minutes and they break you up a prescription and you're on your merry way. So it's not like that here. Well, with natural health, what we find humorous and not to, to sound arrogant, but you know, you'll go to a doctor nowadays and there'll be like one problem per appointment. For us, we, we find, how is that possible? Because if you're not listening to the whole story, where did it start? You know, you, you can come and tell me about your headache, but if you haven't told me that you had an injury and you hurt your, your, your back, well, then I'm not going to know, you know, I'm not going to be able to prescribe appropriately because I need to hear about all the other ailments because it's not a one end solution we have to look at the whole package of what's taking place where did it begin again going back to that you know so to the root of the problem right to the root cause absolutely okay so uh, as the creator of Cascade Holistic Center just tell us more about yourself well Stephen I, I know since I've been a little girl it started with animals I grew up on a farm and I used to like to look after animals I had the dogs, I had the pigs, you know, I had horses and even cows that I would, I would just take care of them. And when, when I would play um, with other kids, we would play doctor and nurse and, you know, I, I had my little kit and I would be examining and looking in their throat and trying to help. So I said to myself that, you know, I, I always knew that I wanted to somehow help people. And later on, then I got in, involved with geriatrics. I worked as a nurse's aide for six and a half years and I really, really loved it. I um, started some programs just by accident, you know, we, we did uh, different therapies and, and lots of touch and lots of communication. And, and I really loved it. It was always a part of who I was. And there's a kind of a hidden story behind that as well, because when you first moved to the city and you were, you were working with geriatrics, uh, where was that? It was here at our building. 
Yeah, it was uh, the Golden Age Lodge. I was a nurse's aide for, uh, I think there were 24 residents. And again, you know, I would take them out for walks. We'd go for, for little walks and just run programs with them you know it was it's not like how institutionalized those uh nursing homes become we used to have them you know do dishes and and clean up their rooms and now you'd never hear about that that would be unheard of right yeah 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 but uh, and i used to live in residence here Oh, okay. That's how we did it back then. Okay. And because we were on call 24 hours and you had your weekend off, you know, at your allotted time. And yeah, I have a history here. <laughs> okay. So um, you are a doctor of homeopathic medicine. Um, what is it exactly that you do on a daily basis? I listen to problems. People will come with. Um, you know, skin problems, eczemas, psoriasis, uh, asthma, you know, there's all different things. There's migraine headaches, anything and everything. There's nothing too small or too big. We deal with that. Okay, so even uh, even with today's cancers, uh, the way they are, are you able to, uh, to have a look at that? Yes, we, we, I have treated different uh, cancers. There's been liver treatment. There's been, and basically how it works in homeopathy is you raise the immune system, you boost the system, and the body can start to fight. The successes vary. It depends. Sometimes people wait too long. So, you know, then there's not a lot we can do other than help them palliative, which... Even then, they, they have like an inner peace. They have uh, that fear factor is reduced immensely, and we give comfort. Okay. Okay. And um, do you ever work, uh, do you ever aid or work with other doctors from other fields or, or industries or whatnot? Yes, I have had referrals from regular medical doctors. Okay. And that's gone very well. It's yeah, it's it's been good. Then patients, you know, have had coverage. Um, if there's a referral from an MD, I've even had the opportunity with Great West Life of helping fill out paperwork, and you know, they they even see the results and the benefits. So a little bit different than uh, when you first got into it ten years ago. The overall acceptance by people, are you finding or? You know, Stephen, that is something that I'm not sure in my lifetime if that will greatly change because it seems that it's more about the open-mindedness of the physician. Okay. And I guess the, uh, the confidence the patient has because there's, there's kind of a twist on that. Uh, patients sometimes are are afraid to tell their physician that they're seeing a general uh, a, a holistic practitioner for the simple reason that you know there has been comments that well if you believe in that then you must believe in you know something that's not legit. Yeah, and um, you mentioned uh, being covered by healthcare. Um, is that something that the whole industry, the the whole homeopathy community, is is struggling with to this point? Absolutely. Unfortunately, it was covered 
but we were removed from the medical system in 1964. We have re tried to regain our status, but that still is not, it's not in place. just want to talk about, you know, all the benefits and all the modalities and the things that you got going in the centre. Um, just tell us a little bit about what happens here. Uh, CASPI was created as a multidisciplinary uh, center for the simple fact that it, it does take more than one uh, way to address your health needs. What we have here today is homeopathy. I do body work. Uh, we refer to it as psychosomatic release and basically that's working with tissue in the body and we say that the issues are held in the tissue so in psychosomatic means that it's there's the emotional physical connection and if you release the tissue the emotions will release as well in a gentle manner and your ailments will be dissipated okay okay and we do ear candling that's again something that i do it's a natural way to clean the debris from the ears it's non-invasive it's okay. not a harsh way to remove the wax it's very relaxing it's gentle people fall asleep you know they'll it's very relaxing and then we have uh chris keller who does uh he's a holistic practitioner he does uh energy work he works with geometrical tools basically they're the body's viewed three-dimensionally it's uh viewed as spiritual uh energetic yeah mind-body connection okay and uh maybe we'll be talking to these people as as podcast episodes air that sounds really good and then we have vivacity i'm very proud to say that my daughter Cassandra has come on board. She has graduated from a four-year degree with uh, kinesiology and she's branched out off into personal training and basically she is looking at helping body movement. It is to uh, give better range of motion, flexibility, uh, stability and strength and she has also taken courses for some fun courses, Zumba, some dancing through exercise, and she's doing yoga training. And people really like yoga. There's again that three-dimensional aspect that people can achieve, good health. And we can welcome Esther, who is a massage therapist. Okay, so she's, she's the new kid on the block? She's our new kid on the block. So it really is a full, um body mind spirit experience when you come here then absolutely we will give you um full attention maybe we can talk about just uh kind of the difference between conventional allopathic medicine and homeopathy you know what the uh what the differences are sure there's several points to that Stephen. um the very biggest point i would say about homeopathy is that we individualize it doesn't matter what ailment you come with, we look at it as an individual thing. And I can give an example. If there's a, a patient who has multiple sclerosis, we again look at you three-dimensionally. What does the vitality of the person look like? What's our, what are the emotions 
that they're experiencing, and then what are the general symptoms. And in regular medicine, how they practice, it's general symptoms and nothing else. Okay. You know, it's textbook. Yeah. The MS presents these symptoms and that's it. Okay. The second point that we we are very different in is the prescription. We probably would have for that at least 30 different medicines to suit, you know, the ailment of MS where, again, they'll generalize and there's a couple lines of medicines that they'll, they'll give that MS patient. Okay. Um, can, can I just talk about the medicines and uh, could you just elaborate on, on what they are? You know, because I've often seen people, uh, you know, bash it saying that they're not, they're not powerful enough and, and okay. that kind of thing. Good point. Thank you, Stephen. Homeopathy, I know a lot of people are uh, confused. What's the difference between homeopathy and regular medicine or herbal medicine? How homeopathy was created, we take a substance, whether it's a plant, a mineral, or from the animal kingdom, and we dilute it. The reason being that we dilute it is we see you as energy base. So the medicines are vibrational medicine. When we dilute them like that, the reason is that we're not gonna create side effects because it works in the body a good analogy is a dead battery. You don't replace the battery. You get booster cables and you boost the system. And that's how our medicines work. It's like giving the body a tap wherever you're focusing and it will give stimulation and the body will kick in and do what it's designed to do. The body knows how to heal itself and we're not interrupting or, or taking over. We're just allowing the body to heal itself the way it knows how to do it. Okay. And when, when we're talking about medicine, you know, just what I've learned from coming here over the last 10 years is just how how potent and harmful um, a lot of what people take nowadays are. Right. Like, if you look at the, the natural medicine that you prescribe, and if that has any, uh, if your body reacts to that, just think of how it reacts with... Uh, penicillin or stronger type of medicines? A lot of people are not aware that penicillin was designed to be given maybe two times in your lifetime during emergency care. Oh, okay. There are a lot of different ways to look after yourself if we were to look at strep throat. The answer is not only through antibiotic. I have treated people there's, there's other ways, and I'm not suggesting that homeopathy is the only way. You can treat it naturally with herbal, I'm sure Chinese medicine, but I know homeopathy is a good line of treatment. I've done it several times. Okay, okay, great. The other uh, difference between uh, homeopathy and Western medicine or conventional medicine is the quantity, the amount of medicine, and how, again, that would go back to the dilution process of homeopathy, okay. where regular medicine, it's mostly synthetic medication. Okay, synthetic meaning? Engineered by man. Okay. Okay. And a very, very important point, and I would say, you know, natural medicine, I think that homeopathy is the only one we know 
we have what we call a Materia Medica, and what that is, is it's a book where we studied our medicines, we know the effects from head to toe. It's been proven on people, not on animals like mice or monkeys or whatever. We know from head to toe what the effects will be, how they'll, they'll, uh, how they'll work in the body. There is not another system of medicine that is designed this way. Okay. And then we follow um, fixed principles uh, between the drug and the uh, uh, the symptom in the in the body. So what that means, let's say for example, someone comes and they're allergic to bees and they get a stung, they get stung, and they become swollen and red and puffy. We don't have to give them um, an antihistamine. We'll suit the medicine with the symptom. So for example, with that example, we'll give you um, uh, venom from a bee and it'll start to rid the poison because actually you're being poisoned by the bee. Yes, okay. Okay, so that's how that works. So could it ever get to a point where, um, you know, if you're allergic to bee stings and uh, you come and you get treated and uh, over time, eventually you won't be allergic anymore? Yes, that's, that's the, the whole po point of treatment. Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. Now another form um, would be that we base our treatment on nature's law of cure. That's a little bit difficult to explain, but if you watch the wild, um, they'll do simple things like most animals in the morning will drink a couple liters of water in a day, right? The first thing in the morning, and that's to... It's designed, we feel, to flush their bodies. So they know naturally or instinctively how to look after themselves. And with homeopathy, we, we teach people how to naturally look after themselves. Point two, we, we treat the body as the vital force. What is the vital force? We see you as an energetic, there's a vitality. There's, um, this one is, really hard to explain for people, but when we die, our, our body looks the same, but something changes. There's, there's a lift off. There's, if you will, the spirit, they say, the soul. Mm -hmm. With the dilution process of homeopathy, when you're treating, you're treating on that level, the vibrational part of the, the body that we don't see. And a lot of people will say, oh, that's hokey pokey. But what I explain is we can't see the wind, but we feel it and it blows, you know? Yes. So the same goes when, we, when the soul separates. It's something lifts out of the body, and homeopathy treats that. Okay, so getting back to the energy. And yeah, we are energy substances and you know with western medicine they'll say that that's all hokey pokey but yet they'll use devices that are 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 based on energy an mri is a magnetic resonance so you're 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 doing the magnetic field of the body and they're getting they're interpreting and they can see images okay yeah and uh and if you look at the ear itself, there's the sound wave, how we can hear, but that's energy-based. It's mm -hmm. vibrational. Yeah. 
um, EKGs, same thing. They're getting patterns. It's an energy device. So I don't know why it's so far-fetched for homeopaths that we work vibrationally when there's instruments that are based on frequency devices to pick up patterns in the body. We are in the information age, and uh, you know, numbers are everything. Social insurance numbers, passwords, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've heard something about this medical number, like a DIN number or something. Could you just maybe tell me what that is all about? Yeah, with homeopathy, we've been given uh, DIN numbers, and what that does is it validates that it is a drug identification number, meaning that it is a drug. Okay. And there again, I don't know if people watched Marketplace, where they were trying to minimize the effects of medicines, but as a homeopath, I've asked several times if it is accused to be nothing in there, there's nothing in the substance, that it's an actual placebo, how did we ever get our DIN number approved? Yeah, well, exactly. If uh, It's kind of hard to believe that they would uh, call it a drug and then uh, revoke that later. Right. It's almost like back in 1964 when we were removed from the Medical Act, you know? Yeah, There's okay. a question. But at the same time, it's... Uh, um, you got to look at who's raising these these theories too. Um, like, for example, when you watch Marketplace, who was this who, who was this group that was claiming this, right? Right. So they may not be informed. Absolutely, you can't be informed without. There has to be uh, proof, documentation. And on this on this show, I don't know if uh, anyone listening here saw it or not, but uh, I think one of the things that they did was eat a whole container of, uh, of remedy or medicine. Um, so from your experience, because you, you, know, you prescribe this stuff, what would that do to someone? Well, the problem is, again, case taking needs to be taken. The medicine has to be suited if you're going to get any type of result. And they didn't go back and see within a couple days what the results were. Because from my experience, there's no way that you can take a substance and not have diarrhea or some type of aggravation because the medicine is going to, going to act as a detox. Okay. Our biggest basis in homeopathy is to cleanse, to repair, uh, to drain, elimination. Okay. So it would, uh, he, he might be sitting a few days in the washroom. Yeah, but no result of, of death. You know, they were sitting outside the hospital if there was an emergency. And again, I need to be careful with that because it depends what ailments are in the person. You know, if you're looking at, uh, for example, somebody with respiratory problem, you may aggravate them. You know, they might have labored breathing or trouble breathing or... So, not to minimize that, because if you have shortness of breath, you, you will have... It will be an emergency. Yeah, and getting back to that whole thing about potency, uh, uh, natural versus uh, Western medicine, if someone ever took a whole container of, of that kind of medicine, it could be fatal. Absolutely. Again, but depending on the substance, right? Yeah. You're given. Yeah. I, I like to touch on some of your client feedback or some case studies that, that you've uh, that you've accumulated over 11 years. Uh, 
kind of what are your what are some of your your best case studies that you've uh, dealt with? Well, I've had um, good results with children with asthma. Um, my most difficult case, the little boy was on a respirator, and we were able to take him off. It did take a couple of years to do, but it, it was doable. Okay, and how is he doing now? I I assume very well. I haven't seen him in a long time. Okay, well, that's likely good news. I would say that it's been about eight years, so... At one point, you know, in my practice, when people didn't come back, I thought, oh, what happened to them? But after experience, they don't come back if they're doing well, so... Yeah, because they are, uh, they're healed. They're, exactly. They're okay, that's good. But I have had clients follow me for 11 years, and they've come as they need. We get one problem resolved, and we work on to the next. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's been people with migraines, um, skin ailments, heart problems, uh, and that I like to work with, regular medicine with those type of problems, you know? Okay, yeah. Yeah. And I never ever suggest that they go off medications. What usually typically happens, Stephen, is that they'll have to reduce their medicines as they improve. Okay. But they'll get that service from their doctor. You know, they'll yeah. reevaluate and say, oh, you know, you don't need to take as much blah, 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 you know? Okay. So it's, uh, it's uh, like teamwork then? Yes. Okay. Not planned teamwork, but <laughs> it does happen, yeah. Okay. There's so many different testimonials. I actually have a scrapbook of testimonials. Uh, worked with patient with gout, you know, there's good treatment with homeopathy. I work with pregnant women. Now a lot of natural products you can't take when you're pregnant, but if it's prescribed by a well-trained homeopath, you, we can treat pregnancy. Oh, okay. Now we're not supposed to say that we can cure. Okay, why not? I, I really, that is a good question that should be taken up with uh, conventional methods. Okay. As to what that controversial would be. Okay. Because in my opinion, if there's a problem and there's no longer a problem, what would we call it? Yeah, uh, and I mean, is there ever truly a cure then? Because we go through life with, uh, you know, things popping up and going away and, and that kind of thing, so... Right. You know, really and truly, over the past 11 years, I have... Um, had clients that life-altering effects, you know, from treatment. They, they've been so, so pleased. And my, my vision, Stephen, would be that we work alongside as a team, whatever, whatever system there is, because I'm not suggesting that conventional methods are not something that is not needed. Okay. You know, I, I grew up with a club foot, and I needed their treatment. Today I'm walking because they, they repaired and, and made changes to my body. The only thing that I would like to see is there are some surgeries that I feel that may be avoided because we may be able to treat. So if we could work alongside, I think that, that we'd offer a truly... A, a strong medical system. 
Okay, so I guess we've come to the end of episode one here. So, uh, what are your? Where do we go from here? You said something. Uh, we're going to be doing these monthly, hopefully. Um, I know your your son Skylar has gone through a, a broadcast um, course, and he's looking at. Uh, he, he's the radio voice around here, so eventually, I think he's gonna he's gonna help you out. And uh, what are your plans for the future? Well, what I'd like to do, Stephen, is maybe get some feedback from people listening with maybe some questions and have our other people here working at the center um, give a little bit of their their uh, experience and their bios and uh, see what they have to say. Well, questions would definitely be good. Um, you know, with uh, with summer coming up, there always seems to be something on the news about spraying for mosquitoes or... or you know the sunblocks and pesticides and that kind of thing so i mean uh the sky's the limit as far as that goes absolutely so any questions uh send them in by email i guess sure um, this will be live on the uh on the Cascai website at cascaicenter.com um also on your facebook page so uh, go ahead and like them if you're on facebook and uh i guess we'll see you next month for another episode sounds wonderful thank you for your time thanks